0: I want to get to the bottom of how they discovered their passion, channel their talent consistently and ultimately how their active ingredient is making the world a better place. I'm so excited for this episode with a friend of mine and total wellness, switch, Vanessa Fitzgerald Vanessa is a nutrition response, therapist, health coach, natural food, chef, yoga teacher. And she's honestly one of my biggest health inspirations. After having been diagnosed with polycystic ovarian syndrome at age 19, celiac disease at 23, and Hashimoto's at 25, Vanessa knew she had to do something drastically different to radically improve her health, which led her to stop taking Adderall after having been addicted to the drug for 13 years. Not only did she quit cold turkey, she actually documented the first 30 days of the detox on her Instagram stories, which helped keep her accountable and also helped hundreds if not thousands of people get off the drug. She's made it her life's mission to educate others on the science behind the drug, how to take yourself off of it responsibly, how to heal the body through proper nutrition, and ultimately, she's encouraging others to live their most authentic lives. Welcome to Active Ingredient, Vanessa. All right, so we're here with Vanessa Fitzgerald. Okay, guys, this girl is literally just the absolute best. She's a wellness wizard. A nutrition response therapist, a health coach, nutritionist, wizard to the stars, anything else I'm missing? No. That's Is that what you would explain yourself as?
1: I mean, I wouldn't say wizard to the stars. <laughs> I, I don't quite have any celebrities, although I think you all do. my clients are celebrities because I love them so much, but... Um, I am a nutrition response testing
0: practitioner and holistic health coach. Amazing. And also, guys, this is the second time we recorded this podcast because the first time we did this months ago, I don't even know what happened. It just, like, deleted and... I don't. It was the worst day of my life. Yeah. I was like literally going everywhere. I went to the airport like five minutes after we left because I was like about to miss my flight and then I got there about to edit it and it's gone.
1: Well, there must have been something on that podcast I know. that was not meant to see A hundred
0: percent. The light of day. A hundred percent. So, okay. Tell us a little bit about what you do. What is nutrition response testing? I feel like your followers are obsessed with it for, for the people that don't follow you. Like what is it? Nutrition response testing works with the body's autonomic nervous
1: system. So... Basically, I am using not acupressure points, but organ points on your body to test, uh, let's say, the strength of each organ. And then I test for stressors in the body, such as fungus, parasite, bacteria, heavy metal, food allergies, to find what is stressing that organ. And then we use whole food supplements and homeopathic remedies
0: to help bring the body back into balance. So, with that, like how exactly do you test the organ like how how would you know that I had a fungus or a mercury bacteria poisoning?
1: So everything has energy, right? You have energy, I have energy. If you believe in electricity, you believe in energy, you walk into a room and you're like, "This doesn't feel right. That's energetic. So mm-hmm. if you believe in energy, this works with the body's energy. so I'm testing basically I mean to put it in the easiest, most simplest of terms, the body's energy in each stored organ so what happens is your arm acts as an indicator it's almost like reflexology so when the doctor hits your knee it might kick forward it may not your arm will go weak if that organ is weak it'll stay strong if that
0: organ is strong so you place that like potential harming factor whatever it is like a fungus or whatever on the person and then see if their arm is weak or strong Yes, it works with frequencies. Frequencies, Cool. So has there ever been a case where you, out of all the things that you test for, the person can't figure out what is wrong with them? No. That's crazy.
1: Yeah.
0: So how did you even get involved with this?
1: I was living in New York at Mm -hmm. the time, and I was already a holistic health coach, Mm -hmm. and I had studied live blood, urine, and saliva analysis, but I wasn't seeing my body heal the way that I wanted it to, and I wasn't seeing my client's body's healing. And I had a very small practice. I really wasn't wasn't practicing on a large scale at the time. And I was told that I had cataracts in my eyes at 25. I went to the top Princeton Harvard doctor. He's like in the financial district here mm-hmm. in New York. And he told me I had the beginning of cataracts. I'm like, I'm 25 years old. That cannot be. And yes, I have macular degeneration mm-hmm. in my DNA. I did 23 and me. And it says that I have a predisposition. (laughs) It's great, and so I did this test, and I refused to accept the answer. So I went to my chiropractor at the time in Soho, and I saw all these supplements lined up on her wall, and I was like, "What is this?" And then she briefly told me about this new practice she had just started studying, and I asked her, "Do you think it could help me?" And she said, "Yeah, I do." And I had a a whole list of other things going on, autoimmune issues, chronic fatigue, like all crazy kinds of stuff. So I went to her and she found that the scars on my body, like I split my chin open three times as a child, a dog bit my face open, I had a mole removed on my back. My scars were, were what we call active in nutrition response testing and they were causing Uh, a cut in my autonomic nervous system, which was causing chronic issues. So as soon as we healed those scars using certain oils and lasers, my eyesight came back. And now I have 20-20 vision. So after that... Every time I got a UTI or I had the flu or whatever it is, like right now, I don't know if I sound nasal on this (laughs) microphone, but I am a little bit under the weather and I went straight to her and I am feeling totally like way better than I was yesterday. That's insane. And so I don't see doctors anymore. I just do. So I just, I decided that was it. This was my path in life and I had to go to
0: school for it and this is what I had to do. Do you feel like every single ailment or illness can be... Fixed by nutrition response testing.
1: Yes, but there does come a point when people wait too long where they get too ill.
0: Like cancer or... Cancer
1: or there's a point past which you have to go on antibiotics because it's a dire, desperate need. That type of thing. So... If you catch things early enough, I believe nutrition response testing can help with a lot. But let's say you do have cancer and you go through chemo. Nutrition response testing can help with the damage that happens to your blood and your
0: brain afterwards. I mean, it'll never fully come back, but it can definitely help. That's so interesting. Do you find that there's like a certain period of time that you should be going to a nutrition response tester? Like, Is it once a week? Is it it's
1: for like three week. months? Well, we say that for the first 12 weeks, you must come weekly, and then you can graduate to every other week, depending on how severe your issues are. We don't treat, prevent, diagnose, prescribe. All we do is help the body heal itself.
0: So cool. But you don't prescribe any like supplements or? We don't say prescribe because that's not. We recommend supplements. Yeah. Got it. And why can't you say that? Just curious. Because
1: it's not, you have to write a
0: prescription in order to prescribe, and the FDA watches language. Oh, interesting. Well, they should be watching our nutrition labels instead of supplement (laughs) languages. They should be watching a lot of things. A lot of things. So, I mean, I feel like I've known you for a few years mm-hmm. and kind of know your career trajectory has been kind of like, if you looked at it on a scale, it's like very like up, down, up, down, left, right? Yeah. Um, can you walk us through kind of your whole career path and at what point you kind of got to this?
1: Oh my gosh. Well, I won't take it's
0: up a loaded too question. <laughs> much
1: time. I'm going to try and make it as brief as possible, but... I believe that I am in the health world because it was a divine intervention. It's one of those things that you're born with. You know, like uh, Whitney Houston was born with a wonderful voice. I wish I could sing like Whitney Houston. I can't. (laughs) It's not something I'm blessed with. I think I was born to step into this role. I was born to become obsessed with health. I was raised on a very unhealthy diet. We're talking Taco Bell, Twinkies, Ding Dongs, Ho Ho's, drumsticks. I didn't see any green vegetable at all. That's insane. My body started to crash. And at age 13... With zero help whatsoever, I decided I was going to find a different way, and I didn't want to be on antibiotics anymore, and I cannot tell you the exact moment. It was this very strange obsession of mine, and health wasn't a thing. This isn't... was not trendy. It wasn't... Nowhere in any magazine was there health. We're talking Weight Watchers and Slim Fast were the thing back then, Lean Cuisine, And it was all about weight loss, nothing about internal health, drugs are what made you healthier, like it wasn't a thing. So I just became obsessed and I found this nutritionist who changed my life. So I started there. Um, I did a brief stint at NYU, Mm -hmm. (laughs) dropped out, got scouted for modeling, did some modeling in New York, and then I quit that, was a big room yoga instructor, (laughs) then I worked for a (laughs) Health tech company where I worked in hospitals, which was a very important part of my journey for sure to see what is going on in the medical system Mm -hmm. and what's going terribly wrong in the medical system. Um, Then I worked for a energy drink company, but it was like a, you know, a healthy energy drink company. Mm -hmm. Not like a monster
0: or like... Yeah,
1: not monster (laughs) or Red Bull. It was a healthy energy drink company. After that, I decided that I wanted to go back to school, and I, in order to do so, I had to make real money. So I went into real estate development in New York.
0: You did that to pay for school?
1: To pay for my schooling and my training amazing. and to get some money I didn't under know my that. belt. Yeah. And then I started nutrition response testing, and I was working under this woman in Queens who's amazing. And treating people out of my apartment, I had like a little you treated
0: me out of your yeah, apartment. Do you remember a little live work
1: situation, <laughs> which became a lot, and I wasn't ready to step into the role of like healer yeah. on any level because I still had a lot of healing to do. So I moved to Austin, Texas, and decided I was going to open up a health food store. And then I was there, came home to visit. Woke up one day after being dumped, and my health food store wasn't going anywhere, and as I was reaching for my Adderall, I felt like my Adderall prescription was keeping me from from living out my dreams, so I decided to stop it, and I do a live detox and film myself doing it as my own journal to help Mm -hmm. myself feel better, and I got a large following from it, and then... Yeah, and then a friend of mine, yeah, a friend of mine asked me to do nutrition response testing on her, and I said I didn't do it anymore, and she begged me, and so I brought my stuff out of storage, and I did it, and she's an influencer,
0: so she filmed it. Who is it? Do you mind?
1: Holly. She's Wealthy Belly.
0: Oh my God, cool.
1: She filmed it, and I had like 70 inquiries the next day.
0: That's so crazy. And then I had to open up overnight. And, okay, so that was a lot, and thank you. (laughs) Yeah,
1: people I mean, want to edit that? <laughs> no, no. I mean,
0: it's amazing because I feel like the whole point of this podcast is for people that are really kind of like lost and they just don't have no idea what that next step is for them and like don't even know where to begin. And like a lot of people are saying like trial by error and like just like anything that you're like remotely interested in, like give it a go, whatever. And like I think that that's like very reassuring to hear someone having five different career path lives before finding out what that kind of true passion is. And I, I mean, I don't know, everyone can only speak for themselves, but like as an outsider, I see you living hundred percent your fashion now, but I think that it's really reassuring for someone who, who doesn't feel that way right now to know that like, you don't need to figure it out when you're 21. You don't need to figure it out when there's no like actual like age mark to know, but like pay attention to those things. Like the fact that you remember at 13 that you had this like huge inkling towards health and wellness like, those are kind of, like, things that people can can try to ask themselves, like, what was I interested in when I was younger, you know?
1: Yeah, well, they say that youth is wasted on the young, and I truly believe that because the amount of time I spent in my 20s stressing out – having panic attacks and breakdowns about what i was going to do and where i was going and what was going to happen next. Yes, some of us do find our calling and our passion earlier in life, but some of us are seekers, we're natural born seekers. Mm-hmm. And that just means that we're we want to experience as much as life of life as possible. Totally. And we our journey is different. Like you are exactly where you need to be in this very moment. And even if you're listening to this right now, you're meant to be listening to this. I just—I have a lot of clients in their 20s, a lot, especially the women, and they are riddled with anxiety and depression because they don't have life figured out. Well, I'm here to tell you that you don't need to have it figured out. It will figure itself out, but just sort of relax into it and just follow the, the flow. If you are out of flow, that is when things will feel like they're more difficult, there's a wall, you can't get past it. When you're in flow... Things feel easier, you're more joyous, you're more happy, you're excited about life. And I just say like try and just be in flow, in flow with whatever's happening. Even if it's not the most desirable end
0: all be all mm-hmm. career that you want, just just be in your flow. Totally. And what would you say for someone that feels like they're currently not in their flow and like they just kind of feel like they're at a standstill? Like what are some kind of like tangible tips for meditation?
1: Um, they're great apps. If you don't know how to meditate, I think that getting in touch and rooting in your body, being fully in body is great. Journaling, writing down all the things that you're interested in, writing down your strengths, your weaknesses, um, writing down basically all your dreams and aspirations. And then I would go through that and look at that every day and try and examine that. I think the more you sit with yourself and you figure out what it is you really want to do. Um, and what brings you joy, that's important. Like what brings you joy every day? Uh, follow that joy.
0: Right. And I feel like that is, that is obviously the goal for everyone, right? Like work in what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. But it's like, I feel like there's also so much out there right now and like so much kind of like overstimulation on like, you can start this, this business, that business, like whatever. I think that there's like analysis paralysis in the whole process right now because there are so many people that are like putting their successes on Instagram or whatever, and, like, I feel like just a lot of people are kind of paralyzed by that. That's and like, how I was. Exactly. So I kind of want to talk about your Adderall journey because I feel like that – stopping your Adderall um, consumption, I guess, was kind of what opened your eyes to all of your possibilities. But, I, I mean, I know this because I know you, you've you been on Adderall since you were 13, right? Yeah, uh,
1: 17. 17. On thir- – for 13 years,
0: I was on it. For 13 years. That's why 13 kind of, like, stuck out to me. Yeah. Um, But yet at 13, you started like having this kind of like health and wellness itch. And up until now, I mean, how long have you not been on Adderall for? It's been a little over a year, a year and a month. A year and a month. So like this, this whole time before then, before you stopped your Adderall, you had been on this drug that you felt kind of like stopped you from seeing all of life's potentials. Um, What was kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back for you to stop it?
1: Uh, that that morning, I woke up. I was dumped the day before, and mm-hmm. my I had nothing. My career felt like it was in it was nowhere. I was thirty years old. I'm like, what the hell am I doing with my life? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I reached over to grab that five milligram dose that I would take to get out of bed every day, and I'm like, this is the one thing I've done. All the things I've done: ayahuasca. I've read all the books. I've done all the therapy all the healing use all the healers I could and for some reason I still wasn't where I wanted to be and I realized that this drug was I I I sat there and I thought about the people that I looked up to that Mm -hmm. I wanted to emulate and I'm like they're definitely not taking speed every day
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um how much of a block is this drug in my body and I just stopped and turns out it was a huge block.
0: No, that's crazy. Honestly, like your career kind of like jump yeah. happened basically overnight. I mean, at least like from my perspective, like I, you were always kind of in the health and wellness space and then all of a sudden this journey came on Instagram and then Vanessa Fitzgerald just like blows up. Yeah, it's it was crazy. a
1: physical and energetic block and I keep, I had one friend of mine tell me, you have no idea how good your life's about to get. And I was like, okay, whatever. Because it energetically blocks you, I believe, the drug as well. And she was so right. Relationships, you know, life. I still get triggered to take it. Like, look, we have our tired Uh days and foggy days. Like, I'm not feeling well right now. Do I think about Adderall? 100%. If I gain a couple pounds, do I think about Adderall? 100%. But what am I not doing? Am I not taking care of my immune system? Which is why I don't feel so well. Uh Because I stressed myself out. Am I, did I gain weight because I stopped exercising? Yeah, I stopped going to the gym. I mean, these are things that we can control. There's no magic pill Mm -hmm. and that pill just is a crutch. And if you're going to go through life on crutches, um, energetic crutches, then
0: you will never really know just how powerful you are. That's so wild. And I do feel like this country specifically is just so overly medicated especially on Adderall. Yeah. That, like I feel like we're half asleep, yeah. you know, and not not able to reach our potential really.
1: No, it's an out of body experience. It's a drug. It's one ingredient away from meth. It's all the same.
0: Concerta, Vyvanse, Ritalin, Adderall, it's all the same. So what would you want your legacy to be? Cuz I feel like right now it's like very like anti-Adderall, but like just generally like what would you want like your stamp on the earth? Wow, that is a question i have never been asked
1: before (laughs) i want people to think when they hear my name is that all she wanted to do was help heal help people heal themselves and show them that a healthier life is a happier life and help people step into their full potential and happiness
0: i love that and what would you say to the people that are kind of haters on Eastern medicine or nutrition response testing? Like, what would you say to anyone that's a little bit skeptical about the process?
1: Um, I can I actually had ran into this recently. She was a friend of mine and she took to her Instagram to, to insult what I did and without calling me out directly because it's all about science backed nutrition, um, if You you have to try something before you hate on it, and you have to give it your all. Otherwise, I don't believe in taking down other people unless, or other modalities at all. I think it takes a village to heal, but if you're going to take down what I do, then you may as well take down acupuncture, and then while you're at it, take down plant medicine, and then while you're at it, take down any healer or massage therapist, for that matter. So, I mean don't knock anything till you try it. And of mm-hmm. course the Western world, I just
0: don't engage in those arguments. Like I can't date a doctor. Right. That won't work. That's so funny. <laughs> no, I ask cause like, for example, my boyfriend is like a finance guy, like completely not in this space at all. And he's slowly been kind of like getting more, more and more into it. And like, I try explaining it to him and like, he, he's like, okay, but like, what are like the actual science backed like things that you see successes in in this type of work. Like it is kind of an investment. Like it's expensive to do like once a week or whatever. Like what would you say to someone to try to convince? Like is there a success story that you can say like?
1: There are so many. As practitioners, we have testimonials. I have testimonials on my website, which I have more coming. Any other practitioner has printed out testimonials in their offices. But what I say is when you love somebody and you want to see them change, change yourself. Be the change you want to see in them don't force them to change. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. But I find it way easier when you start becoming, when you're feeling good, you're feeling light, you're feeling happy, you're positive. Then those people are like, well, I want what she has.
0: That's a good answer. And then what would you kind of tell yourself at your 13 year old, kind of curious, getting into this health and wellness world, what would you tell yourself as you embark on this health and wellness journey that you don't didn't know then that you know now. To kind of be
1: sad. It's all going to work out. Like <laughs> relax. Sad? Oh my God. Yes. Puberty, mis- like being misunderstood in my own household, being completely ostracized at school and picked on because I was so healthy and obsessed with this stuff, like not fitting in because I refused to go eat pizza with everybody, things like that. Um, just telling myself that it's all gonna be okay and that I'm doing an awesome job <laughs> and that I am amazing and that life is going to be amazing and don't stress out about it. Enjoy this time. And I would say that to any thirteen year old, whether they're interested in health or not, like you are amazing exactly how you are.
0: Oh period. It. I love it. And then I always end the podcast asking what is your literal active ingredient as in like what do you drink every morning that is what gets you going. Obviously Adderall is not your active ingredient anymore. What would you say yours is? Gratitude. I love that. All right. Well, thank you so much, B. This is amazing. Round two. We got it. Now I'm saving it properly. Can't wait to hear it. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening please take a second to rate and review us. And for more inspiration and quotes from the episode, check us out on Instagram at Active Ingredient. See you guys next time.